Hello, welcome to the Millionaire Woman Show, where we'll be discussing leadership, business, and human potential, inspiring you to live rich from the inside out. Unlock your creativity, stretch out of your comfort zone, break through your barriers, take inspired action, and achieve epic results. Now, here's your host, two-time best-selling author, speaker, and certified executive coach, Deborah Kosowski. Hello and welcome to another Millionaire Woman Show. I'm so glad you could join us. I'm your host, Deborah Kosowski, and today we are talking about the power to build trust in relationships. Trust is one of your most powerful currencies when it comes to business, in leadership, in your relationships with everyday individuals. So trust is foundational in success. So today I wanted to talk to you a little bit more about trust. And on some level, when you enter an interaction, trust tends to be assumed. There's some level of trust on just trusting that people know what they're doing. At least we'd like to think they do. Then when we enter a relationship, we think about not should we trust someone, we think about, so how do I build trust with this individual? And it all comes down to really opening up the conversation to learn what trust means to other people and what trust means to you. So I want you to think about what does trust mean to you? Does trust mean that people keep their promises? That they call you when they say they will? They do what you've asked them to do and they remember to follow through? Does trust mean that someone's got your back? Does trust mean that they're being respectful? I want you to think about what trust means to you and open up the conversation with your team, your families, or people that you interact with, your vendors. Finding out what does trust mean to them? Because we know that trust is foundational to having a successful relationship in building businesses, building leadership teams, and building families, as well as other interpersonal relations. So when you have an idea of what trust means to you, then it's really important to get deeper into that conversation. And with any situation, we teach people how to treat us. And I think one of the biggest things is, is when you're able to communicate effectively about your wants and needs, but not only that, to know that the person you're interacting with Identify what are some of the things that they want and need from a relationship as well. Because then you're being able to reciprocate by being able to help people get what they want while you're also achieving what you want. But all too often, we don't go into these conversations. We have this certain level of assumed trust and we move into these relationships and sometimes they seem kind of superficial. So what's really important about when you're building, you have this power to build trust with people. So I think it's very important to open up the dialogue. We tend to shy away from having those conversations. And what happens is when we don't start having those conversations and expressing our needs, people jump to conclusions. 
they make assumptions. And by making those assumptions, you can have a lot of misunderstandings, friction in relationships, because your actions are going to match, your behaviors toward that person are gonna match what you believe, which is that assumption which suddenly you made as truth without going into inquiry to understand if it's true or not. So that's why it's really important that if you feel that you're making judgment or you're making an assumption, that you question those assumptions or you go to the person and say, you know what, this is my perception, am I correct? to verify some of the assumptions that you're making. Because you could be totally off base and really get yourself into some hot water because your behaviors and your actions will match what you think and believe, okay? So really paying attention to any assumptions. Don't assume that trust exists. Often you can say, you know, I can trust someone, but they still need to earn it and thinking about what earning it is. Is it about, again, going back to keeping those promises, doing what you say you're gonna do, call if you're late. And one of the most important things that I really wanna stress in this podcast is when you have important communication amongst your team members, uh, interpersonal relationships with your children, with your spouse, your partner, it's important that you're not using text and email to communicate important things. You're missing out on the body language. You're missing out on tone. You're missing out on a lot of key factors that are very important when it comes to communication. And again, it leads us to jump to conclusions and make assumptions, again, putting you in that state of jeopardizing or being mis misunderstood. Because you know, when you see things in text, whether it be email or a text format on a phone, you don't get to know the tone. You don't get to hear the voice. You get don't hear to hear the pauses and the intonations that really add to that communication piece. Communication is more than just words. It's more than just text and print. It's about how well we listen and how we can communicate and be more curious about what is going on than it is about letting our imaginations run wild and taking what was meant to be communicated in a whole different way. The other thing that I want you to think about is not to judge. Because when you wanna build trust in relationships, as soon as you come from a place of judgment, you're closing off that relationship. You're closing off the opportunity to learn more about someone. And when people judge, often they're starting to judge because they notice a difference between you and I or the next person, they notice a difference between themselves and the other person. And that's when those judgments start coming in. They judge someone's quietness or shyness for maybe being aloof or thinking that they're better than someone else. Or somebody might be just super excited and enthralled in what they're doing and they might see them as melodramatic but because they're passionate about something, does it truly mean that they're melodramatic? Or is it just that it lights them up and fuels them to go after what it is they want? So I really want you to pay attention when you come from a place of judgment. I want you to take a step back and develop curiosity to learn a little bit more about them. Often what you're going to learn 
is that you're more alike than different. So take time to get to learn and ask questions about what you assume might be some of those differences. Or you might state something that, you know what? You really are a little bit shy or quiet. Are, are, you, are you like that? You know, coming from that place, they might be introverted, but they might have just had a situation happen to them prior to your interaction that they're really spending time and reflection on and you have totally misread the situation, misunderstood, and again, your actions are gonna match what you believe to be true. The other things that build up that power of trust is that credibility. As a business owner in leadership, sharing some of the credibility that you have, there might be testimonials, that you share your credibility with, you know, just not just the letters behind your name, but some of the knowledge and experiences that you have. Share in story the experience that you have because it's so powerful to learn from each other about things that have given you the experience to where you are today. Those are the things that make people credible, make them more trustworthy because it's like, okay, they get it. They've been where I have been or they have feel what I feel. They have that relevancy to me. So there's that connection right? We want that connection, that trust, communication, being able to have that accountability piece, but really knowing that we have this common vision of what we're working toward. The other thing to think about is vulnerability. If you really want to get real with people, you can sometimes share your hopes, your fears, your dreams, and you don't have to broadcast, you know, any dirty laundry. But all you have to do is share situations where you have felt challenged, share what you did to get through it as a lesson. And again, that storytelling is a powerful tool to be able to share where you were and how you got to where you are so that other people can learn from you. That piece of being vulnerable shows that, you know what, they're not so perfect. Like I think people, look at people and think that, oh, they got it all together. They're so perfect. And that perfection is an illusion. We all have learned our best lessons from adversity, from mistakes, but the people who are most successful are the ones who are able to shift that around and really focus in on how did I shift from here to there to get to where I am right now? So don't be afraid to be vulnerable. It takes courage to share that everything's not okay all the time. And these are some of the lessons that you've learned. It makes you human, it makes you real. So don't be afraid. Other people go through many of the things that you're going through. And as you learn to develop questions and learn things about one another, you're gonna learn that you're more alike than different. The other thing I want to encourage is really investing in personal growth, whether it be through a form of a book, podcast like The Millionaire Woman Show, or other podcasts out there, going to conferences and workshops to really develop who you are and develop those communication skills so that you can learn how to have that power to build the trust in the relationships that you're in. And some 
of the things that you can do are just some fun questions. And one of the acronyms that is very common that people use, even in networking, because this is where you're gonna start building trust with one another, is through networking, you're gonna use the acronym FORM. FORM is, stands for Family, Occupation, Recreation, and Motivation. So family, find out, you know, maybe they're married, they're single, um, maybe they've, they're living on their own, and there's family that's far away, that they've come from another country. Uh, when you think of occupation, what do they do? What is their line of work? I usually don't start there. One of my favorite questions to ask in the elevator is, hey, what do you do for fun? Kind of throws people off because they're expecting the work question. But I think it's really cool because I can watch people's eyes light up as they share what's really exciting to them. The other one is R. What do they do for fun is that recreation piece. Then you can find some commonalities. Also M, motivation. That motivation, what makes them tick, what gets them excited in the morning, and what may tick them off. These are some tick tips and tricks to help you really break down some of the barriers when it comes to people wanting to connect but also to build that trust, knowing that there's an underlying assumed level of trust, but we really do wanna build up that trust factor so we can build up the trust through know, like, and trust. So they wanna to get to know you so that they can like you and also trust you. When people are able to trust you with their money, their knowledge, the information that you share so that you're not somebody who just goes whispering from one person to the next, then they're more apt to do business with you, more apt to share ideas with you, more apt to confide in you. So I want you to think about how you're going to build trust in the relationships that you are in. Because you have the power to do so much and everything begins on the foundation of trust. I'm Deborah Kozowski, your host of the Millionaire Woman Show. My question I wanna challenge you with today is, how are you going to build trust? What will it take for you to build trust in some of the relationships that you have in your life right now? Because one of the things is when trust gets broken by either a betrayal or people not following through on the work that they said that they were gonna do, all of these mini infractions are things that build up and they affect trust. So it takes time to rebuild trust, but what built trust in the first place is gonna be the same thing that repairs it. So really coming from a place of curiosity, avoiding those assumptions, stop jumping to conclusions, open up the dialogue, share the expectations, and really communicate from a place of I want to fix this and soon enough you'll have opportunity to decide if that trust is strong enough to continue to have those interactions. I would love for you to go over to my website at www.debrakazowski.com where you can sign up for our newsletter and you will get our free ebook The 21 Habits High Achievers Kick to Achieve Success no charge, it's free ebooked. 
to really help you look at and examining the habits that you have going on in your life. We'd love for you to go over to iTunes, give us a five-star high five, write us a review, pop me an email, let me know how things are going and how you've enjoyed this podcast. I cannot believe we've been doing this podcast for three years now, and I am super excited about where this podcast is going, how many people's lives have been impacted by it. So please share this podcast with others so that they can learn how to build trust more effectively, become more powerful leaders, whether it be in their life, their business, or their organizations. Go out and live your life rich from the inside out. Oh, 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 oh,